What does perfectionism, procrastination, resistance to change, negative thinking, and self-neglect all have in common? They are all self-defeating patterns, and that needs to be left behind. My name is David Campagna, and this is the Sound Objectivity Podcast. In today's episode, we'll discuss how to break free from self-defeating patterns, five mindsets to leave behind. Many of us have gone through trying times in our lives. These memories leave lasting scars. For some, these negative feelings lead to negative thinking. Others just can't shake the negative thinking after something terrible has happened. Some are just forever pessimists and only see the bad in things. These unfavorable attitudes might prevent us from reaching our objectives, pursuing our passions, and leading the lives we actually desire. We need to be able to recognize and confess to the negative thinking if we want to move forward. Then and only then can we proceed. But there's good news. This isn't impossible. We can break free from these negative mindsets and adopt a new way of thinking that will empower us to move forward in a positive direction. Let's discuss five common negative and self-defeating patterns. The first pattern is perfectionism. Now, perfectionism is a quality that has both positive and negative effects. On one hand, it might encourage us to aim high and push ourselves to realize our full potential. On the other hand, it could result in tension, low self-esteem, and procrastination. Why? How, do you ask? Most people who strive for perfectionism feel like failures when something is not done perfectly properly in their eyes. In order to succeed without compromising their mental health, perfectionists must learn how to identify when their perfectionism is coming in the way of their goals and how to manage it. One way to identify perfectionism is to pay attention to your emotions and physical sensations. Your body never lies. For example, if you notice yourself feeling anxious or stressed about a task or redoing or rechecking time and time again, it could be a sign that your perfectionism is taking over. We would like to aspire to something and perhaps inspire others. Many of us want to be happy and successful. Perfectionists just want everything to be just right, just how they imagined it. There is a saying, however, Perfect is the enemy of good. Controlling perfectionism is more about finding a balance that promotes development and growth than it is about for striving for less. Always aim high, just don't get blind. Now, many people suffer from the problem of procrastination, our second self-defeating thought pattern. It can be a real obstacle in achieving our goals and living the life that we really want. Procrastination can limit our productivity, making us feel guilty, stressed, and ultimately preventing us from reaching our objectives. Procrastination is primarily brought on by several factors such as perfectionism, lack of self-discipline, and fear of failing. For some people, procrastination is a coping mechanism for them dealing with perfectionism. It allows them to avoid the stress of not being able to meet their own high standards. It essentially provides an excuse for not starting. For others, however, 
procrastination seems to stem from a lack of self-discipline, making it difficult to set priorities and stick to a schedule. Procrastinators are also afraid of failing. This fear leads them to doubt themselves and thus not get any motivation to start anything. They'll become convinced that they cannot do anything perfectly, so why try? Procrastinators need not think of things to be so finite. They need to understand that the path to learning and growing is through failure. You cannot fail if you have not started. To stop procrastinating, one must set re reasonable goals and then break those activities down into manageable components. Reward yourself when you complete them. Have your friends and family help you and more importantly, hold you accountable. You can become productive and accomplish your goals without becoming mired in a cycle of procrastination if you have the correct strategies in place. The third of five self-defeating patterns is negative thinking. There are many different factors that can contribute to negative thinking, such as past experiences, a pessimistic attitude, and having unrealistic expectations. Past experiences can shape the way we view ourselves and thus the world around us. For example, if you have someone that has experienced failures or rejection in the past, one can start to feel inadequate and believe that they're not capable of success. Pessimistic attitudes can also contribute to negative thinking, as people who tend to see the negative side of things may, may find themselves dwelling on negative thoughts more often than not. These people always see the, cap, the, the cup half empty. Unrealistic expectations can also contribute to negative thinking. We set ourselves up for disappointment by expecting things to go perfectly. And then when they don't, we fall into a negative thinking thought spiral. To move past negative thinking, it's imperative to act. One way to accomplish this is to challenge unfavorable beliefs and reframe them into a more positive light. Try to be objective and just look at the facts and, re and remove emotion. Seek perspective from others. Ask your friends and rel relatives for help. You could also work with a therapist or a coach who could assist you in discovering the root causes of your negative thinking. Look to see the good in every circumstance is a good perspective to gain. Learn the value and recognize your victories and efforts. Celebrate your accomplishments. Practice awareness and meditation. Improve your awareness of your thoughts, feelings, and ability to let go of negative thoughts by engaging in these activities. The fourth of five self-defeating patterns is a reluctance to change. Change is a natural aspect of life, but it can be unsettling and difficult for some people to accept. For many, the idea of venturing outside of their comfort zone and attempting something new can be daunting. Many substantial adjustments in their personal or professional lives can be particularly difficult and for those reasons people tend to resist change. Resistance to change is often rooted in fear, uncertainty, and a lack of control. People may feel that they will lose something important like a sense of security, a familiar routine, or a sense of identity. They may also worry about what might go wrong and how will they cope with the new situation. 
Change can be particularly challenging when it is forced upon us and we have little control over it. For example, a job loss, a health crisis, or a change in the family circumstances can be overwhelming and leaving us really feeling out of control. However, despite these challenges, change can also bring about new chances and experiences that will help us grow and learn. It can open up new opportunities and offer a new perspective we may not even have considered nor realized. Embracing change, even when it's difficult, aids us in developing resilience, adaptability, and creativity. Recognizing change as it happens and understanding why are essential for successfully, successfully managing said change. Identifying the root reasons for change can help us understand the situation a little bit better and help us make better decisions. It's okay to ask for others how they view this change. Nothing wrong with gaining additional perspective here. We can all feel more in control and more equipped to handle any changes that may come about by taking steps to address the underlying causes of change. This could entail by reaching out for assistance, creating a support system of individuals who can assist us in coping or picking up a new skill that will help us adjust to the new environment. Change is constant. Now is the opportunity to, uh, to understand it and embrace it. The last, but maybe the most important of the five self-defeating patterns to leave behind is not practicing self-care. An integral aspect of leading a healthy, balanced life is practicing self-care. It can help us reduce stress, enhance our general well-being, and improve our physical and mental health. Unfortunately, many of us have trouble making self-care a priority for a variety of reasons, including hectic schedules, a lack of resources, and feeling overburdened or just plain old run down. This can easily result in feelings of weariness and burnout, which negatively affect our quality of life. Another reason why many of us struggle with self-care is that we often put others people's needs before our own. We may feel guilty for taking time for ourselves, or we may think that we should be able to handle everything on our own. This can lead to feeling overworked, exhausted, stressed, and ultimately negative impacting us both mentally and physically. Understanding the importance of self-care and giving it high priority are essential if we are to maintain our physical, mental, and emotional well-being. We can learn to be more mindful in our thoughts and feelings by practicing mindfulness. This enables us to identify our anxieties, burn out stress, and take appropriate action to take care of ourselves. Making time for activities we enjoy is another way to make self-care self a priority. Finding hobbies and activities that make us happy and relaxed is crucial. Whether it be reading a book, taking a walk, or engaging in your particular hobby, for me, it's yoga. Any of these activities makes you stronger both mentally and physically. In addition to self-care, it's important to have a support network of friends and family. And sometimes we need a coach or a professional like a therapist that can support you when you're in need. 
They could be a sounding board, a listening ear, and provide validation and offer perspective. They could assist you in staying accountable, provide guidance, and encourage you to practice self-care on a daily basis. Self-care is an essential aspect of leading a healthy and balanced life. It can help us to reduce our stress, improve our mental and physical capabilities, and enhance our overall well-being. Let's close things out. We hope that you've gained some insight into these five self-defeating patterns that may be holding you back. Always remember, it's never too late to start making positive changes in your life and letting go of these unproductive attitudes. First, take some time to reflect on the mindsets we discussed earlier and consider which ones may be impacting you negatively. Then, make a list to start leaving them behind starting now. It won't be easy, but the benefits of having a healthier, more positive mindset are totally worth it. So take that first step towards mental freedom and start making positive changes in your life today. You have been listening to Breaking Free from Self-Defeating Patterns, Five Mindsets to Leave Behind. We would love to hear from you. Please find us on our website at www.soundobjectivity.com where you can find our blog and even leave a testimonial. You can email us at ask at soundobjectivity.com if you have any questions or comments about this or any other episode. Lastly, you can find us on Instagram at soundobjectivity and you can find us on Facebook at the Sound Objectivity homepage. I look forward to interacting with you further. Thank you for listening. My name is David Campagna, and this is the Sound Objectivity Podcast. Until next time.